I've been conditioned to really live in my head a lot. Uh-huh. And so I, I've been in the past creating a lot of confusion with the pros and cons of decisions. But really, when I think about the big decisions in my life, they've always come from that gut knowing. So that confirmation that that is my primal decision-making mode and probably also something that's very attuned is is beautiful too. Yeah, it's a beautiful confirmation. Magnificence is the boundless expanse of being, a liberation from limitation. It is the embodiment of authenticity where you shed the shackles of self-doubt, shame, and imposter syndrome. Here, worthiness flourishes like a vibrant garden where you have the power to determine your actions, destinations, and your closest relationships. In the realm of magnificence, creative individuality takes center stage. Your greatness is acknowledged, celebrated, and nurtured. Gone are the days of mindless conformity or fitting in just to keep the peace. This show and your host, Patricia Linder, are here to guide you as you align with your authentic design, leading the way to a life of purpose and fulfillment. Magnificence is not some unreachable peak or distant dream. It's inside you, waiting to shine brighter than you ever thought possible. Welcome to your magnificence. Hello, everyone. This is another episode of Magnificence, the empowerment podcast where we shine the light and strike a match to really show how amazing and magnificent people are. And today I have with me the amazing Crystal Hill from Australia. And I am so, so blown away to have you on the show and to learn more about you, to share about your magnificence um, and just to be with you and around your amazing spirit, Crystal Thank you for being on the show and a very warm welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Patricia. It's such a pleasure to be here. Super. So, Crystal, before we dive into all the magnificence, I would love to introduce you to the audience and maybe ask you a little bit uh, uh, to introduce you even more and tell us more about who you are. So you are a transformation and visibility visionary. You are an international speaker. You are a seven-time number one international best-selling publisher. And you are founder of Hill House Publishing. That on its own is magnificent. Wow, I, I, I couldn't even say it. Seven times number one international best-selling publisher. Crystal, would you please dive deeper into all that good stuff? Absolutely. And yeah, thank you for that introduction. So yeah, I am a seven times international bestselling publisher. And in fact, tomorrow we're launching another book, another multi-author book, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, I really, I'm, a, I'm an independent publisher and I work with primarily coaches and healers and um, consultants who are here to make a difference in the world. You know, that's what lights me up. That That's what I'm passionate about. Um, the mission of Hill House Publishing is really to, to raise the vibration on the planet, one person, one story, and one book at a time. So that's what I'm committed to. And I have a background as a um, transformational life coach, NLP practitioner, and prior to that, a theater director. So I've gone through quite a few incarnations in my professional business. Um, and it's always been with this idea of how can I empower individuals, you know, empowering actors to give their best performance on stage and empowering my clients to live their best life and now really helping those way showers to get their message out there so we can create a ripple effect around the globe. That is great. And um, when I heard what you said and I listened to what you described and what you said about what you do and what your vision is. Then, of course, I already had your human design chart um, in the back of my head. And it always is so stunning that it so much aligns with what people say and what their chart says about them. Um, 
And we just had a brief conversation that you know a little bit about your chart, but not the very details of the chart. So I am honored and I am so, so looking forward to sharing more about your chart. And I hope you'll get a lot of validation, maybe some new insights and something that makes you even more own your magnificence because it is so in alignment with what you do. Um, and you, maybe you can see and feel the excitement um, when I talk to you about it. And so I, I would love to really have a look at your chart to maybe just let it um, speak on its own. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> you said to me, I know that I'm a generator. That's what you are. You are a generator with a sacral authority. And just describing this, because some of the audience might have listened or watched um, several episodes or might know a lot about human design, others might not. So I oftentimes and always describe things about the human design chart that I present. And so in your case, you are a generator with a sacral authority. Generators are people who really have a lot of power to do the work, to become masterful at what they do, um, to be sort of an alchemist, to mix the liquids and to become better and better and better, to become a master um, in what they offer to the world. Um, and sacral authority means that your internal motor, so to speak, is the sacral center or the sacral chakra. So whenever you are about to make a decision, the best course of action is to follow your gut, to follow the gut instinct, to follow what your deep down inside voice in the belly says. So, um, and also it is the easiest thing for you to ask yourself yes and no questions in a decision-making process because then your gut um, can um, really answer in a much easier way with, uh-huh, yes, I want that. <laughs> uh-huh, really, from deep down in the belly. Or, uh-uh, 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 uh, -uh, uh, -uh, uh, -uh, uh, -uh not for me. And... Um, I would really love to ask you if this is something that is familiar to you, that you use. And I want to use this magnifying glass to really um, show this sacral authority. So is this something that you use in your decision-making process, Crystal? You know, it's a reasonably new thing that I'm... No, actually, it's not... Yes and no. So I am, um, you know, conditioned, I've been conditioned to really live in my head a lot. Uh -huh. And so I, I've been in the past creating a lot of confusion with the pros and cons of decisions. But really, when I think about the big decisions in my life, they've always come from that gut knowing, <laughs> you know, and it's it's just sometimes I, I when I take it up into the head and kind of think about the pros and cons that it gets really complicated. But then if I just drop into my feeling is like, yeah, actually, I know what I need to do. And then it's actually quite easy. So that confirmation that that is my primal decision-making mode and probably also something that's very attuned is is beautiful too. Yeah, it's a beautiful confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so, um, usually when I talk about this, I go back to um, our mode where we are on, on screen but again, I just decided intuitively to stay in this sharing mode of uh, showing your chart because I think and I feel and I sense that your chart is, again, like every chart, it's a very special chart. Um, and this is your authority when making decisions at the same time. And maybe this is even more stunning. I just need to make it a little bigger. 
so that you can see the whole lower part of your body graph, um, which shows quite some weird stuff to people that are not into human design. So there are the centers, the self-center, the sacral center, the root. The intuitive center is the brown triangle on the left and the emotional center, the triangle on the right and self and ego. Um, and when you just look at it and um, without being into human design, you can see that all the circuitry running through your chart um, meets in a special point, and this is the intuitive center. So they all, so just see, they run through the intuitive center. It's like a circuitry. It's like blood flowing through the veins, and they all go through the intuitive center. And I want to share so not only is your sacral center your um, authority, your motor, but your special chart has this single definition. Uh, and definition means whenever two centers are connected, it's called a channel. So they are connected, they are connected, they are connected, they and these two. So they can really um, create this uh, flow. No one in the world, no planetary system, no Mercury retrograde, for example, can influence you in what is running through those veins in the human design chart. This is who you are and this is what you mean by definition and yours is a single definition. You need no one to make it a whole. So this is your um, circuitry and this is a special circuitry. It's uh, These are integration channels. So this is the first time in um, all of my episodes that I dive into the circuitry so much because this is what stood out when I looked at your chart. And this is really deep stuff, but I wanted to share this. Um, they are the channels that say, I am now. I am now. It's all about the now for you. Um, they are, so to speak, self-absorbed, self-centered, not in a negative way, channels that have this animal quality. And this is the special thing. That's why I wanted to stay in this sharing mode. There is the gut feeling for you, but also your chart has a strong connection to intuition. And that's what you said in the beginning. You said um, you love working with healers, intuitives, and um, my coaches. Um, they share their word and they share their visions. You want to make um, a big difference in the world. And I have some more good stuff for you later. <laughs> but uh, this is really what stands out. Um, they are like an ancient impulse. They are like um, a marker that you are all about instinctive living. That this is the, the, the only true existential voice we have. And you own this channel, this intuitive channel. So I would say, looking at your chart, it's not just that your gut shows you the way, but also that this intuitive circuitry is a big way shower for you to be in the here and now, like really being aware, like an animal, in the moment. And um, I would love to pass the word on to you um, for maybe any insights, any questions, anything that comes to your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Like I I know I'm in extremely intuitive, and the gut is is I'm I'm kind of excavating it so that I I can listen to it more because I know as I said earlier it has been clouded with a lot of 
um, thinking and conditioned patterns and beliefs, whereas now it's becoming clearer. And uh, what my body does, like when I used to coach um, clients and they would say something, my body would go into these body jolts. And so that was my confirmation from spirit that this is what they're saying is true or what they're saying is important and we need to dive into it. And and every time now, like I'm, I'm currently in, in a, I need to make a, some couple of big decisions in my life. And it, when I, whenever I ask the universe for something and I have a thought, I get the jolt. It's like, ah, oh, that's my confirmation. So it, it resonates a lot in, in, and makes a lot of sense based on what you're saying. Yeah. And so I think this is a, a strange episode because I don't want to go back to our, we are on screen mode because whenever I, I listen to what you say, I want to dive deeper and I want to use this magnifying glass to even dive deeper into a channel, into one single channel, because this stood out and this is uh, the tin um, 70, uh, 57. This one, I hope you can see it clearly. The yeah. 10, 57, maybe making it a bit bigger. So in this channel, that's a huge confirmation for me uh, that this is an amazing tool. Um, the 1057 is the channel of the perfected form. That sounds like boring, the perfected form. What is this? But it is um, a channel that is that your life is a canvas, that your behavior is your art. And if you follow your intuition, um, you will always create something beautiful. And this is what I heard from what you shared, that um, whenever you follow your intuitive insights or your body reactions, and there is another channel that talks about your body, and I want to share this um, in a short amount of time. So this is the channel that is a way shower for you to create something beautiful and to follow your intuition. And um, hearing this, so I just need to add this because it is exactly in this little window that I um, made bigger. So the 34... 57, and that is so interesting and important. So I have to become better at this. <laughs> so how are you doing good? <laughs> this is this is the gut and this is the intuitive center. And you have this rare connection between the two. So it is like there is a highway or there is this vein where blood is flowing between the gut and the intuition. And this um, 3457 is a um, channel that is called the channel of power. And I would say if I'd need to look for a headline for your body growth, I'd say it's all about power, finding power in the now. Um, and... This is what you said about your body. Your body is the acute early warning system, the system that shows you when something is right or something is wrong. And when you trust this warning system, you embody, and this is so important, you embody the archetype of power. You are healthy and you make healthy decisions just by following this body response in the here and now. And I think this is amazing, being the archetype, embodying the archetype of true power. Mm, you know, this it's so fascinating because empowerment, you know, if you ask me what is my core values, it's empowerment. And if you look at my, my life history and my story, it's really how at the age of four I had a massive disempowerment and I've spent all my lives and all the many decades to regain my power. Um, and, and I feel like it's, 
it's not just from this lifetime. Like there's been disempowerment that got reactivated from numerous lifetimes, from ancestors, and it's all in this lifetime that I'm to reclaim that. And so you saying that, you know, with that channel, there's this, you know, it just make, is a perfect confirmation of of exactly that and why I'm so passionate to also help others, help my clients, help humanity to really come back into a state of sovereignty and power, mm-hmm. pure power, not the, you know, corrupted power that we see in um, out there. Yeah. And what you just said and touched upon, you said that this is a story of your whole lifetime. I love when someone tells stories. And as that brings me to the question, how come that you do what you do now? Um, how did this develop? Um, why or how did you figure out this is my purpose without knowing your human design? So <laughs> this is like an intuitive gift that you have. You went this route um, and uh, lots of stories contributed, um, I just guess, to where you are now. Um, would you be able to share a little bit about your story? How come that you do what you do? Mm, absolutely. Look, I it's a it's an interesting one. I've always loved writing. Like I still have my first story that I wrote at the age of nine. Oh. And, and I was I then was this teenager and I always would write poetry late into the night, kind of trying to make sense of who am I in this world. I was that introspective teenager that was on the outside looking in. Um, very able to observe um, patterns, and I was the perfect diplomat as well. Like I was able to translate between people and help them to, to. I would. I was always able to see both sides. Um, but if anybody ever asked me about my side, I would actually be quite. I wouldn't. I didn't. I wouldn't know because I was such a people pleaser. I was so scared and so disempowered that that question of what do you think was actually quite scary. Scary for me. Um, Move, moving along the story, like I, as a teenager, I already knew I was here to help people. I just had this knowing. Um, and in my mind, I translated that as, oh, yeah, I'll just study psychology and I'll help people. <laughs> you know? And um, But when that didn't happen, I, I didn't get the grades. And I also realized that psychology was very scientific. It was very much about statistics. And I'm much more of a creative spirit. Uh, so it already was a disconnect. And so I thought, well, in that case, I'll just follow my other passion and go into the literature and the writing. And and so that then led me to moving from Germany to, to the UK. Um, I then studied English literature and theatre studies and became a theatre director. So now I could um, dive into my passion of why do people do what they do? What makes them tick? And uh, bring that alive on stage, you know, study human motivations and then bring that alive on stage, which is kind of it really, looking back, it was like preparing me to then become a life coach because I needed to gain the life experience first. So I, I not only gained that through studying literature and characters in literature, but also working with actors and helping them get the best out of, you know, get, helping them to really get their best performance on stage. Wow. So that is really what you say is each and every level that you reached or experience that you made contributed to who you are now and that sort of perfects what you do now because you can tune into people you know about psychology you know the really very creative part of being uh, someone who worked with actors um, and then your love of writing. So this is like everything coming together. And now you help people, you guide them, you mentor them so that they can bring their vision, their idea into the world. Um, and I think this is, this is really, um, one of the most amazing ways to really spread the word. And you said to create a ripple effect. And you know what I love about what I do now because I have that coaching background and because I really can, like I'm a Scorpio, I have this eagle eye, you know, I can see deep into somebody's soul and I can reflect that back to them. I can see patterns in people and 
And so when I reflect that back to them, it helps them to to write their story a little bit more. Like when I work with my VIP clients, sometimes they say, well, Crystal really got into my head and teased it out of me. And I, I wrote it out on stage. Like, because in sometimes, you know, we're too close to our story and we don't actually know what's important or how to share it and what to share. And I just ask a couple of questions and then I, my brain can see the outline and I just give it back to them and say, okay, here's your outline. Now write your chapter. Wow. You know, I, or sometimes I literally ask them questions and I type it out and it's like, oh, here you go. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. And then we tweak it a little bit and that's it. So it's 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 magic that co-creation that can happen when 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 with my ability to be so in tune with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always also, and I would love to add something to show the people more about your magnificence. I wanted to Focus on this channel, 952, because this is a channel I never talked about before. I talked about other channels that are in your chart. And this is what stood out when I thought about you and your profession um, and your yeah, visions. So this is the channel of concentration. Um, and... This is like you are someone who is here to improve something that will make a big difference in the world. So when people work with you, I can assure them without knowing you or having known you for 20 years, I can assure people when they ask me, she's someone who um, works in a very focused way, in a very concentrated way. Um, she brings determination when someone says, well, I have been struggling with writing a book for 20 years. Am I talking about myself? <laughs> no, no I, I, I told you that I wrote a chapter in a book, but this is like a huge thing to write one book on your own. This is like, I could do that, but I lack the determination. I lack this focus and concentration. And so I'd say this is perfect for someone who wants to bring out the book into the world um, and have you as a mentor, as a guide, as someone who brings this determination. Um, and just asking you again for... Um, a feedback if you agree that this is part of your strength yeah I, I would say yeah I would say so like I if I set my mind to something even if like I'm a beginner like I love new beginnings that's when I thrive in the ideas but I can also finish things and I think that's where the determination comes in to like okay let's complete this or yeah, for sure. And I, I can hold somebody accountable as well to finish something, but in a really loving way. Like people always give me this feedback. Like they don't feel like I'm a schoolmaster, like, like with a whip and telling them how to edit or how to write. It's always done with this utmost compassion and love for the, their journey and their process that they're going through. But it's simply by me believing in someone that they can do it because I can see it. I can see the finished outcome always. I think that's that's what helps, you know, I guess the determination to then actually complete it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, again, that brings me to, you, you always mention that you really can tune into people and into what is going on with them and they often are stunned by what you know about them and you can see this from the uh, bird's perspective and you know what's going on for them. Um, so whenever there is an open um, center, these are all the white ones, then it's like you having antennas to the outside world, feeling the feelings of other people. This is one of your capacities. You So this is the open emotional center you really can tune into the emotions and the feelings of people who work with you. You totally get it. There is one challenge for you that um, is like, don't be a sponge, but be a screen and reflect it back to them because otherwise 
it would overwhelm you to feel all the feelings of all the people around you. Um, but I think it is such a big thing for someone um, who works with other people and who has the capacity and ability to tune into their feelings, their emotions, who can, when speaking about this openness, I just want to mention these two. This is the emotions and this is the throat that is open. So you are able to speak to almost anyone. You can adjust the way you talk. You can really have a comfortable conversation with almost anyone. Um, there's always a flip side of the openness, but I'd love to focus on the strength of you being someone who has this quality of being able to, to speak to people with any background. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm amazed how you know when I these qualities are you know represented in the chart because it as you said it for me it helps give it more clarity and a, a way to really verbalize it in a in a more in a more succinct way or more confident way. So this is really fascinating. Yeah, it is. It is, and so. Um, I, I could talk about so many things in your chart. There is the beautiful openness and oftentimes the openness is described as huh, the challenge. But when you are aware of the openness and open centers are centers that could um, be influenced really easily, manipulated really easily. But when you are aware, you can um, turn them into strengths. And that's why I'm here to talk about the strengths of the openness. Um, you have both in your chart. And it, this is like really looking at your chart. Um, how could I say it is a beautiful mixture of openness and of determination? Because you are self-centered, this is the square in the middle of your chart. Just see, you know who you are. You have beautiful qualities that are in all of those gates. For example, the creative quality. Um, you have this quality to tune into other people. You have so many qualities and you are aware of this. So there is this beautiful balance. Again, there is the balance of being the hermit and the opportunist, which is interesting. Someone who is um, here to celebrate aloneness and be in the cave, but also someone who is so happy to take on opportunities and be with other people. So I think you are such an amazing, magnificent um and balanced example for, for having both qualities. And this is not an either or thing, but this is like, you can have this in a holistic way and use the strengths of both sides. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, I have no problem being at home for a week and not seeing anyone and just working on some writing or creating a new product or doing whatever. But then I get bored of it and I say, okay, now I need to get back out again. And now I need to be in the limelight. Now I need to do my teaching and my sharing and be on podcasts and it's all of the things, you know. So it is, yeah, it's it's an interesting weave. And I feel like it's it's almost like the perfect introvert, extrovert kind of thing. And And if I bring my you know, horoscope back in again. It's that fire water dynamic that I have very much in my birth chart as well. Like it's like the fire wants to be out in the water. It's like, yeah, it it doesn't. But also, you know, I don't mind just talking about this this thing about the being manipulated because whilst I know who I am, as I said before, due to the disempowerment that happened, that got clouded. So that left me wide open for manipulation. And that's certainly something that I've experienced in my life. And it's in the last couple of years 
that I'm retraining myself to come back into trusting my body and and really drawing on those strengths. And so I think it's a it's a beautiful confirmation as well of the lessons that I had to learn and um really now focusing on making those the downfalls that happened from this this chart to actually now really fully embracing them and really acting on all of the strengths of that and having having had you know you pointing them out it makes it now much easier also to embrace that in a in an even more conscious way yeah and i think that's what it does i i can't stress enough that that's what i thought before i don't want to box in anyone when reading their chart um, and I, I really want to stress this, um, when I do the chart reading, um, I'm not putting people into a box, but it's about validation or confirmation or opening people up to, whoa, this is also in my chart. What else is possible? Let's figure out how to discover this side of me or how to even embody this more. That's why I really love it. Not to say, ah, oh, okay, you are this, you never can do this one, you can't do that, be aware of this. So that's not my style. I think it is really looking at what is possible for for people and where do they thrive. But that doesn't mean that uh, they need to avoid parts in their lives. Because I had people come to me that said, ah, oh, but I am this and that type and I'm not supposed to do this and that. Okay, who said this? Hmm. Going back to, because I see the beautiful background um, um, of your publishing company. What's going on at the moment? What are you doing at the moment? What can be uh, people be part of when they want to work with you? Because I know that you start with... Easy to start things um, so that really people can get a taste of what is possible for them when they want to be a writer, an author, a best-selling author. Yeah, so I mean the first thing I always say like when people want to dip their toes into the water and feel like, okay, I really need to become a best-selling author because everybody – you know, so easy these days, and there's so many people, and it will really help me to establish my expertise and my authority and make people take me more seriously. So, yeah, what we offer is um a chapter in a multi-author book. You know, that's the that's that's where it's the least time intensive. You write a three thousand word chapter, you get full guidance, full support, um training, group coaching, um, yeah, because you know that I love I love the community. I love transformation. So we're we're building that all in, as well as then the strategies to launch and really leverage the launch for for your business. Um, then we've also got for people who are saying, you know, I I've done that. I've done the multi author book. I'm now ready to write my own book. We have a solo book container, and it's a six month container where we are teaching. The system, like the the outline. How do you how do you structure your chapter, your book? What is your book, and and also w understanding. Okay, why do you write the book? Because based on why you write the book and who for, is slightly different way in which you write. But it's really this container. What I love about it, it's in community. So you're not doing it alone. You have an accountability partner. You have fortnightly meetings, where you get feedback, you get support. We help you through those writer's blocks should they arise and. And really just hold you in the highest, you know, I hold you in the highest vision of completing your book um, so that my belief can help you carry you through and forward in those times when you think, oh my God, this is, you know, whatever, whatever might be going on. Um, so because writing is a transformational process, it is an activation process and it brings up things that we sometimes need to look at. But it also brings up things that we suddenly realize we can celebrate. You know, you know, a lot of, of the time people come to you saying, oh my God, I had no idea how far I'd come. Because they've never taken the time to actually sit and reflect. That was like, what's next? What's next? What's next? But now writing helps us to re-experience and relive and and deepen into all of the things we've achieved. 
So that's those two things. And then we've got writing um, a publishing packages as well for people who have a finished manuscript or semi-finished and just needs the finishing touches and we can help them as well make it an international bestseller. So if I understood it right, so the middle part, when someone joins the um, container where you teach them how to outline the book and write the chapters, um, in the end, they have something like the manuscript when they follow through, of course, they need to do the writing. Yeah. What then? Because I ask, because, you know, I'm all about magnificence and I thought that it would be so amazing to share with the world what I mean by magnificence, because this is a word that's not like, uh -huh, I'm a confidence coach. No, I'm a magnificence coach. What is it? What does it mean to be magnificent in parenting? What does it mean to be magnificent in a relationship or in your career? How can you find your magnificence if you want to build a business? And I thought like, this could be an amazing maybe project. Um, yeah. So if I'd participate in that, just to share this with the audience as well. What then? What next? When I am done with the writing process, would I be guided further along the way um, on how to bring my book out? Absolutely. So I'm a hybrid or independent publisher, which means we're not a traditional publisher where, you know, you have to have a hundred thousand followers and your book has to be written in a specific way that's currently, you know, to to have a topic that's currently hot. What I'm really about is to to help you bring your unique voice out there. And that's what you write. And that's what you because I I believe that everybody's message is important and somebody out there will need to hear it. So once you've finished your book, we then have, I can then pair you up with a, an editor. And because you've gone through the container, you won't need much developmental editing. It'll literally be grammatical editing, which can happen quite quickly. It can happen in a month. Um, and then we can publish the book. We have the publishing package where we then sit together and plan the launch, plan the strategy so that we make the book the, uh, into a bestseller. So there are two, you know, the, so we've got two products or two offers that one goes after the other. So you can do the whole process with us probably in, in a total of nine months. Nice. And I think, so I just feel this from listening to you and really trusting that you offer excellent services. It is yeah. such a difference to do this with you than to do it just um, in your um, own room or a house and then just figure out how can I um, publish my book? How can I do that? Should I try it to self-publish my book and then maybe it's a flop? Because you are experienced and you have this um, vision of creating ripple effects for the people you work mm -hmm. with. So I feel that there is so much in your offer for anyone who wants to bring out a book or to publish a book. Yeah. I think once you commit to coming into a solo book container with us, there is then the momentum of everyone together saying, yes, we are writing a book. And that will carry you even in the times when if you were alone at home, you might just give up and let a week pass or two weeks pass. But because there is that continued focus you know what we focus on is what we get so when we give it continued focus and energy it's going to happen yeah. yeah nice so just to wrap things up i have two more impulses or sharings or questions so i want to go back to your chart and i don't do that very often so this is a really special episode Because when I looked at this part, that is advanced stuff again. But this is what stood out. It stood out. So you, you, t you talked about um, your astrological chart. So maybe you are uh, familiar with the sign. So this is the sun sign. And the black numbers are the conscious part of the human design, the red numbers, everything that is red. Sometimes it's a different color, 
the red part is the design part, that's the subconscious part. This number one is um, gate number one in your conscious sun sign. And this is a big influence. So uh, every time when someone looks at their chart uh, and they look at the conscious sun number of the gate, they will find out a huge influence uh, on their whole chart. And I would love to share that this is, the, the because it was number one. I was like, oh, she is number one. That is interesting. This is um, the gate of freshness. And this is your big gift. The genius of freshness is to bring something into the world that no other has ever seen before. And I wanted to share this because that means even when there are phases that you feel down, not seen, something is off, you can always trust your body that this is just a phase that is needed to replenish, to just take a break, and then you really need to trust and, and be aware that your joy, your freshness is so contagious. That is an innate freshness in your chart when you leverage it in the right way and when you look at it in the right way that um, people will be attracted by it and that you you and others will be able to embrace this in a very magnificent way. And so I hope this is something like a gift that I can give to you that your conscious son is the gate of freshness. I love that. Thank you. And I've always felt that way because, you know, I it's very easy for me to invent things and to create things like, you know, in the, what's it called? There is an... Um, Forgotten now. Hamilton is his name. There's something you know that the cre um the wheel. There's a wheel of how we make money, and I'm the creator. So that's that's who I am in that chart. And so I, you know, my author archetype system. People thought that I took it from somewhere, but no, it came through me. I invented it. That's the freshness that I bring through. So it's a beautiful confirmation again. So thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Last but not least, to wrap it up, I said there are two more things. And this one is something that I ask you. Is there anything that you can give to anyone who is listening, like a piece of advice, a little gem, a story, a thought, a confirmation, uh, whatever, a tiny little nugget? that you want to share right now that just comes to you intuitively and that comes through you into the world uh, that is for someone who just needs to hear it right now. I think one of the biggest things about writing is that we feel like our story is not worth sharing, you know, who are we to share our story or I'm not a good writer. And I feel like both of these are just limiting beliefs that we've been conditioned into um, because, and there's a reason, like in the past, only royalty was able to share their legacies and the kings and the queens share the battles and the, the whatever, leave their legacy. But things are changing. You know, we are now in a, in a more circular way of being. The old power hierarchies are crumbling. And so the it, it's it's a more circular power and the individuals are becoming more and more important based on the decentralization that's that we can see happening everywhere and with the internet and you know there's just more for individuals to create we now have permission we can now give ourselves permission to create our destiny and i think if we can do that then we can claim our stories in a new way then we can recognize that no matter who we are there will be somebody who can be inspired by our stories. So who are we not to share it? And if we are passionate about who we are and what we have to share, whether we're not a good, a good writer or not, it doesn't matter because the inspiration and the passion will come through in the writing, and that's what you've got editors for. 
So if there's somebody thinking, I really would like to write something, I'm getting the tap on the shoulder from the universe to do something about my, my story or my wisdom, just do it. Because you have, there's so much support out there that can help you to make it into a masterpiece that will be magnificent. Yes. Oh, I love it. And I was just touched by when you said, who are we not to do it? Or who are we not to share it? And I just had, in another, in another episode, I had someone who said, I always said, why me? Why me? And then I didn't start things. And then I shifted that and I said, why not me? Why not me? And so this is another great piece of advice. So who are you not to share it? Maybe this is what exactly someone needs to hear or read. Um, and so why not you? So what a beautiful last little hidden or now it's not hidden gem that uh, the world needed to hear. Um, I am so grateful for this deep conversation, for this beautiful conversation, Crystal. Um, and yeah, if there is, is there anything that you love to add? I, I don't think so. I think just, you know, I'm really grateful for this conversation as well. And that, that focus on magnificence, which is so much about the empowerment of who we are as well, right? When we're, we're claiming our magnificence, that's when, that's when doors open up and, in my latest book, which is Beyond Certainty, it's like when we move beyond certainty, when we step outside of the comfort zone, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I guess we have so much in common when uh, we live our visions. And so I thank you for being my guest. I thank everyone who listened to the uh, episode and yeah, this was Magnificent, the empowerment podcast that shines a light on people and their magnificence. Thank you for being there and hope to see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this empowering episode. To continue this journey of aligning with your true purpose and uncovering your magnificence, schedule an illumination call with Patricia at patricialindner.com. Please share this episode with someone who needs it and subscribe to the show on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. Join us again soon for another episode of Magnificence.